Hi, this is David Herman, and welcome to the premier broadcast of Big Boucher, which means big time in the Jamaican vernacular. On this podcast, I will be talking with people who are connected to the Caribbean diaspora and have made their mark in the hemisphere, or maybe on the planet for that matter. Whether it may be through a gift, talent, achievement, or expertise. So how fitting is it is it to begin my first podcast of Big Boucher with my favorite niece, who was given the name Laura at birth, but is now known as Mayat. Her nationality is Canadian, and she continues to live in Windsor, Ontario, where she was born. Hi, Mayat. Welcome. It's good to have Hi, you. Hi, Uncle Dave. Hi. <laughs> How are you? It's great um, to be here with you. Thank you so much for joining my podcast. It's a pleasure to speak to you. You know, we kind of lost touch through the years, and I was speaking to our cousin Diana, who sent me a clip of a conversation you had on WhatsApp, and that completely blew me away. I knew that Diana and I were spiritual seekers, but I didn't know that my little niece was also. Yes, Uh, you know, um, (laughs) I I guess I just, um, you know, I just gravitated towards it. Actually, uh, later on in life, I started uh, accepting that I I, um, had... A right. gift and oh, so you you, you consider this a gift? So let's talk about that. Um, did you discover this as part of yourself? Uh, you know, discover this as part of yourself. Did it just evolve, or was it something you believe you were born with? Actually, okay. So I will say, um, maybe about ten years ago, actually, um, I had come to accept (laughs) this aspect of myself um so looking back i had always been intuitive and i had always been sought out by friends family members even like you know people at my in grade school and high school really to for help with like dealing with emotional trauma and dealing with you know just things that they didn't understand And um, at a certain point in my life, I kind of shut it off because where I come from, you got to like have proof of what you're saying. (laughs) And some things I didn't know how I knew. So I just kind of like, you know, gravitated away and tried to, you know, play it safe by getting. So in other words, it found you. (laughs) Yeah, really. It found you. Right. It found you. it, It was a part of my. Mm. Uh, journey of self-knowledge. Yeah, well, you know, the reason I'm asking you that is because I I really believe it runs in our family. Um, Your grandmother was definitely um, spiritual. Um, I used to take her for granted, uh, the way she would say little proverbs, like um, she'd start by saying, old-time people used to say, you know, this or that, um, don't jump into the water if you can't swim, which I think means um, don't take on something you know you can't manage or Tom drunk, but Tom no fool. And um, what that means is don't assume Tom is, uh, is an idiot. you know. <laughs> and I grew up hearing her say those things all the time. And I just took it for granted, you know, and didn't know that, you know, she was until I got older. And I realized that she was, um, you know, something. Because one thing I remember with her, it, she um, being from the country, the country parts of Jamaica, um, I used to be very sickly, you know, um, and being she, she being a country woman would go into the garden and, 
get some herbs and she would give me a bath and the fever would break. And, you know, I just took it for granted, you know, until I came to America. And um, I didn't see that, you know. Um, you know, I didn't see things like that. And I'm just, I, I started to reflect and say, wait a minute. My mom was, you know, she was, um, she had something going on here, you know. So um, I, I figure that it was something that um, runs in our family. And I'm just wondering if you inherited that. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I definitely know I've been influenced by uh, some of the powerful women in our family. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think there's something in the way that, that we think and take in information, <laughs> too, <laughs> because um, just, uh, you know, over time thinking about my journey, I realized that uh, throughout life, you know, your subconscious picks up a lot of information and uh, the way that my mind works, and I think the mind of a lot of people who are spiritual or uh, empathic, we are able to like really quickly tune in to uh, where where the answers are in our subconscious mind, like sort out things and come to answers. That's how I understand it. Anyways. Yeah. So uh, you use the word empath. Did I hear you say empath? Yeah, yeah. Define that. Define empath for me. Um, I think I might have said intuitive, but yeah, yeah. Em, empathic is, um, you know, uh, well, it has intuition in there, and you pick up, uh, you pick up things emotionally. You're able to understand people because you feel. Okay, you, you feel, feel what they're feeling. Is that what what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a mixture of. Uh, mm empathicness now there's several different types of empaths too mm-hmm. um there's empaths that uh pick up things more auditorially like you know things that they hear um there's empaths that are able to pick up things um let's see let's say just kinda, telepathically you know, or something like that yeah <laughs> yeah and that's where that's where mm-hmm. i would say that i think it's how our minds um mm-hmm tune into what has been put into our subconscious throughout our lifespan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I definitely uh, have a little touch of uh, right. auditory empath and right. uh, feeling into Yeah, well, you and Diana definitely have something going on. So um, are you into herbs like Diana? I mean, Diana, she, yeah, she yeah, yeah. My journey includes herbs. For me, it was kind of like a necessity because um, my system, like yours was when you were little, mm-hmm. is very sensitive. Mm-hmm. So I can't tolerate wheat well. I can't tolerate milk well. I can't tolerate um, like soy. Okay. And so um, I had to do a lot of healing at a certain age mm-hmm. because my health was failing. Like at 18, mm-hmm. I found myself diagnosed with uh, Crohn's, which my brother had been diagnosed oh. with. and. I just said, no, I'm like, no, this isn't happening. So I went off meats. I like, I changed my diet drastically. And um, I also found herbs because I mean, as Jamaican people, most Jamaican people, I assume 
we use herbs as a part of our daily lives, right? Yes, yeah. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know about now. I mean, maybe they'll. But I was just speaking to a friend um, in Jamaica, and we were talking about the same things. How you know, um, my mom used to go up into the garden and pick some herbs and stuff like that. He said, "People out here don't do that no more. We don't do that anymore. Yeah, you know, that's wow. you know, we don't do that anymore. Everybody yeah. is like, you know." You know, fast this and fast that. You know, they don't even yeah, believe into yeah. that anymore, and you know, it's a shame. You know, because um, yeah, yeah that in the, you know, it works. It works. It definitely works. It worked for me because I'm telling you, my yeah. mom. Oh yeah. Yeah, and um, and nowadays there's so much research out there. Like yes. I actually went and I studied herbology and aromatherapy. Oh, did you? Um, Oh. I did, yeah, okay. and that's how I remember when I came to New York. I was making hair oils, and how that, okay. that's how I got on that path. Right, yeah. and I think Diana does something like that also. You know what? We gotta ha- we need to do a show, a, a, a joint show with you and her. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the both the, having both of you on is gonna be very very informative. You know, so. Um, yeah, Jamaicans um, to me are just very unique. They're proverbials, you know. If you listen to some of Bob Marley's song, I remember one particular song, "Sojase," and in some of his lyrics, he'd say, "Not one of my seeds shall sit on the sidewalk and beg bread," you know, which comes right out of the Psalms in the Bible. And and, and there's a lot more, you know. Um, a lot more of um, his songs say that I'm, I'm, I'm a Bob Marley. I'm a Bob Marley. I'm a Marleyite. I mean, I just love Bob Marley's <laughs> music. Yeah, you know. So, um, so how do you, um, you know, f- right now, uh, utilize your time? Are you um, making, um, you know, selling herbs? Um, how do you, um, you know, go about um, using your talent, uh, for lack of a better word? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, right now I am focused on mindset and mindfulness guiding. So I consider myself a mindset and mindfulness guide. And so I help people to, who are stuck in some area of their life or want to transform some area of their life or, um, just, you know, want to be who they know they are. <laughs> mm. I help them to reconnect with self and deal with um, traumas or uh, blockages that um, they're having a hard time with for what reason or another and um, turn it into a path to achieve whatever goal it is that they are stuck. So how do you connect with these people? How do you find them? How do they, do they find you? How do you actually make the connection? And um, is it word of mouth? I'm just curious. Um, well, actually, I have a Facebook uh, page called Conversations with Mayotte. Oh. And um, I also have a scheduling app that I use, Acuity Scheduling. Um, and that gives people a description of what I do, and then they can sign up and register for a class. Oh, so you have classes going on. Yeah, that's wow. what I'm doing right now, oh. and hopefully when COVID is over, mm-hmm. I'll be doing more going out, you know, and having sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like and workshops and stuff like that? Workshops, oh, retreats, yeah. and yeah, right. that sort of thing. Right. Well, we're going to take a, a musical break. And come right back to you, Maya. All right, great. 
Artlist.io Music licensing reimagined. Okay, welcome back, Mayat. Uh, we were trying out some. <laughs> My engineer is laughing. <laughs> we were trying out some um, um, royalty free music, uh, and we were trying it out for free, but. They're slick, you know, they, they put their little thing in it so we couldn't use it, but that's all right. Um, you know, this is my first time, so I'll, I, I will know better next time uh, about how to utilize these royalty few music. So let's get back to our conversation. So um, you have a little family in Windsor? Yes, I do. How many kids? I have two, I have two beautiful daughters and a teenager. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, so my daughters are um, five and ten, and mm-hmm. my son is fourteen. Wow! So, do they have um, you know um, what do you call it? remote learning in Canada, like they have here in the U.S.? The kids yeah, go to I've class. Homes- I've actually always homeschooled my children. Oh, and so um, we don't do the online classes at this time. I just I create mm-hmm. their curriculum. Okay, that's interesting. So, um, in doing that, you have to um, register with the uh, Board of Health. Um, how does someone, if someone, um, want, yeah. yeah. So what I what I did is, it's not so much registering, but you notify the mm-hmm. school board. Did they send you a curriculum? That no, you have they to follow? don't send me curriculum. Actually. No, so yeah, you can I teach whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, you, you really can. Um, oh. So here I found in some of the, we have Service Canada here. Um, so in their offices, they have the guidelines for education for the different age groups. So I oh. start with that and then I incorporate, you know, what I think that they also need to learn. <laughs> oh, so you were doing this even before COVID. You were homeschooling even before COVID. Yeah, I've also done. So, how is COVID um, in Canada? Is it um, as restrictive as it is here? Is everybody walking around with mask on and social distancing? Is it uh, as bad as it is in the well, U.S.? I, d- I don't know um, how it is in in New York because I heard you guys are hit pretty bad. But I think in where I am in Ontario, I think it's a little more strict than <laughs> what you guys got going on oh, really? in most of the United States. Oh, yeah. Um, Why do you say that? So we, we are just getting out of a stay-at-home order. Stay-at-home? Um, at home? Yeah, you mean you weren't able home. to leave? Really? Well, you can leave your house. It's not, you know, it's not totally you have to <laughs> be locked oh. in your house. But, um, oh, they yeah, so recommend, you, yeah. They don't, they want you to to only leave the house if you need to get groceries or oh, if you're okay. an essential worker. Oh, I see. So we have, so pretty much all that was open was like Walmart and the grocery stores and that's it. All the other businesses were shut down um, since uh, December 26th until just, I think it was Friday that, Why um, did you have a? Sp- you said December twenty sixth. Did you have a spike? Um, because um, COVID started um, in March or February of twenty twenty, right? 
Yeah, so when COVID started, we had a shut a lockdown mm-hmm. like we haven't like we just got out of and then we had a graduated system for opening back up. Mm-hmm. And so we have like zones, so we had like red zone, okay. blue zone and you know, those are different stages of how we can reopen. We had specified numbers of people that were allowed to be in your homes, in your businesses, depending on what stage we were in. It's yeah. It's so did they lock down certain businesses like um, here in um, the U.S. or in New York? Uh, I know that oh, yeah. um, you couldn't go to the gym, um, you know, mm-hmm. be, like or you couldn't go to the barber or hairdresser and stuff like that. Um, yes. So you had that mm-hmm. too in, in, in Canada? Yes, right now, actually, until Tuesday, until tomorrow, we have all businesses that are non-essential. So, like okay. the salon and you know even clothing stores, the malls are closed. Like everything is closed, um, and they're about to open up tomorrow. <laughs> oh, so then they never reopened since um twenty twenty. Yeah, they did reopen, okay, but they, but they a... reopened. Yeah, we, right. they reopened in stages. So, oh, um. So, uh, so after when they reopened, so we did, I think, 28 days or 36 days at first. And then um, some businesses were allowed to open. Gyms and hair salons were like the last. And they had just been open for the summer. And uh, right before, right before, right after the holidays, right after Christmas, that's when we, like, everything shut down. And so yeah. now we're going to reopen. Yeah. Um but they said if if we spike in certain areas, those areas will lock down again. Yeah, so I, I realize. They have a plan for it, which is good, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's good because our numbers never really went super high. Okay. But they were on it, and that's why it well, didn't. So yeah, well, we have a- certain. New York was hit bad initially, but New York, the governor was really very good. Um, he um, went, you know, right at it. And he brought it down. People, I mean, we had like what, how many thousands of people were dying? Like three thousand. I might be, it might be more, but I mean, it was an an awful lot of people were dying daily. And yeah. um, he uh, he really cut it down. And but you, you know, you have certain states um, like Florida, um, you know, the the governor, and what other state? There's a few other states that. Um, the governor would say, "Oh, you don't have to social distance. You don't have to wear any mask." You know, it's like. It's crazy. Yeah. I can't understand. Yeah. You know where you know, what world they're living in. They see people dying daily. How many deaths? And they're saying no social distancing. You don't have to wear a mask. Everything. And people are dying. And in the, in these states, they have one of the highest you know events. You know of um, COVID. You know. Yeah, it was horrifying and, yeah. to mm-hmm. watch actually because I you know I was keeping up to date. Um, my children, their father lives in the United States, so. We were hoping to travel, and it was just horrifying. It was like, you know, you guys, your numbers are so high. Yeah, it's that, not you know, worth it. I'm I telling you. I better stay in my yard. <laughs> <laughs> A little Jamaican right there. Stay in your yard. That's right. Hey, so listen, we, it was very, very nice talking to you. You know what I'm saying? And um, we're going to do this again real soon, all right? Um just um, keep safe, you know, take care of your family, and we will see, we'll talk to you very soon. Again, this time, you know, we will have Diana on with you next time, okay? Hey, 
looking forward. It's great. Great. Thank you. Bye. You too. Thank you for joining. This is David G. Heron. Thank you so much.